Welcome to the Pinot and Power Moves podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Sydney. And we are the co-founders of Pinot and Power Moves. Pinot and Power Moves is a collective that aims to empower women everywhere to live a life of freedom and fulfillment, step into their power as inherent boss babes, hustle more strategically so they can build the career they've always wanted, bring more joy, confidence, and love into their every day, and simply be the best version of themselves. Tune in each week as we tackle a new type of power move that you can make to elevate the way you live and the standards you set for yourself. Grab a drink of your choice and join us as we dig into doing the work of life design, mindset manifestation, and business strategy. Welcome to episode one of the Pino and Power Moves podcast. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Welcome. So we really want this episode to be focused on just giving you an introduction to the podcast and kind of what we're all about and what to expect from this podcast, like why you actually want to spend your valuable time tuning in to us talking. <laughs> um, so the first thing we want to talk through is our backstory. So how Pinot and Power Moves started. So Carly was the one who actually had this idea when we were seniors at Ohio State, um, which is where we met. And so I feel like at the time I was more concerned about like going to all of the bars and like seeing how much I how much beer I could drink in a day. But Carly was the wise one, like, we should get a group together as we're graduating to try and figure out like our next steps and career moves as women. Um, so do you wanna tell a little bit more about where that idea came from? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was doing a lot of reading. I was very obsessed with finding my first role out of school for sure. I was a communications major. I knew that this was pretty general as an area of study and I needed to really work pretty hard to find a good competitive opportunity. Um, And I read Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In book, um, got the idea to start a Lean In Circle and Sydney and I were working together in a student org that was like basically a PR kind of agency Mm -hmm. at the university. Um, and I ran this idea by her. She had a really awesome living room and a fantastic <laughs> couch. So we ended up having our first meeting. We got like little snacks from Trader Joe's. We had like maybe 10 or 12 girls come. I don't even know. Which was awesome. Like to get 10 or 12 girls to be like, let's work on ourselves as college seniors. It was so badass. Yeah, it was cool. And we ended up talking about a lot of very like compelling and interesting topics, mm-hmm. like how to negotiate your first salary when you have no experience or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm having... Which I would say, I think it was so impactful because like, had it not been for Pinot and Power Moves, I wouldn't have negotiated my first salary like I did. And I got, um, I negotiated it to be a lot better than it was initially. So it was just like so empowering and like knowledge that was being shared and conversations that were being had that like normally as female seniors at a university you're like oblivious to (laughs) (laughs) for sure um yeah so it's super powerful and I also want to call out that we it was on a white couch that we were having all this red wine (laughs) so I don't think there was a spill I think we did well we did we did yeah and that was also a couch like from my aunt that was like an extra free couch that I ended up having just anyway it that's the impetus of all this (laughs) For sure. Um, 
Yeah, so we wanted to give you guys that backstory because that is where this came from. So that was five years ago now, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are now wanting to revitalize it. So um, Carly asked me if we wanted to do it in a Zoom format or something like that um, since we're now farther along in our careers and both entrepreneurs and like wanted to have this platform back and I was like hey what if we did it as a podcast so it could help more people mm-hmm. so very exciting stuff so glad you guys are tuning in <laughs> definitely <laughs> so an overview of our purpose with really making the podcast and what we aim to give you each week the podcast itself really exists to remind you of just how great life can be with the right mindsets and the right strategies so whether you're owning your own business or you're building your own freelance presence, you're climbing the corporate ladder, or you're really just trying to understand what your best next steps for your life are going to be, we want to equip you with the tools that you need to build a life that you love and that fucking feels good every single day. I'm going to give us snaps to that. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Um, So, So our first episode today, we want to talk through the top three things that we're really passionate about that we want to address with you. And the first is life design. Um, so yeah, a huge breakthrough, I think, for both of us was learning that the secret that I feel like is not that much of a secret, <laughs> it's pretty obvious, um, that no one teaches you is that you get to consciously create your life. It's not just happening to you. Um, so I remember the like start of this journey for me was right after I started my business two years, two years, ugh, two years ago. <laughs> I had um, a coach at the time who was like was telling me you get to control your thoughts they don't control you and that was like my first breakthrough into this I feel like journey since then of like really realizing that I'm I can choose what's going on in my mind I can choose what then is happening around me and it's not just that like life is happening to you a really good way that she explained it was it's like your thoughts are a faucet they're not a river like and your mindset is a faucet, not a river. You get to like tune it and like choose if it's flowing, if it's stopped and like what's happening. Um, so yeah, that's a huge topic that we're super passionate about that we're going to talk a lot about on the podcast. Definitely. The second piece is mindset and manifestation. And for Ooh. me personally, this is about getting out of your own damn way. Seriously, mm-hmm. it's amazing when you start to be more mindful about the thoughts that you have and how you adopt limiting beliefs, really what that inhibits you from achieving in your personal and professional life. So we're really interested in providing you with the tips to, to get above and beyond those limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into how manifestation in particular has come into fruition into both of our lives and really try to give you some inspiration on how you can adopt this to build the life of your dreams. There is a lot of power in this and we've already so been, we've already been so surprised by how it's impacted our lives. It's fucking nuts. Like, I mean, we'll dive into this deeper, but just like as a teaser, like we've both manifested some crazy stuff with money, me with a relationship, like it's not just like this manifestation and mindset stuff. Like yes, in the podcast we are going to tie it back to career success a lot, but we also like this is also about just living a life like that you're creating on your own terms and mm-hmm. using mindset to just like bring so much fucking joy <laughs> into your life every day. Um mm-hmm. yeah. So Yes, career stuff, but also like it 
affects everything else in your life too in a really fucking rad way (laughs) yeah it's a completely holistic pivot you can make for your life and Mm -hmm. I think something that's important to say too is we both started our journey with manifestation from a highly skeptical perspective (laughs) so if you are someone that doesn't really buy into the woo and like kind of isn't into yoga or like even meditation Mm -hmm. like this is still something that from a very practical and pragmatic standpoint if you adopt some of the principles of it I really think it can help you get clear in your goals and align your everyday behavior in line with that so really powerful stuff no matter where you are in terms of your spiritual journey yeah and we'll talk a little bit more later about like where we were both at when we both found this um so you guys can kind of understand that farther. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last thing that we uh, want to focus on in this podcast is business strategy. So we want to pass on the lessons that we wished we would have learned in starting our own businesses. Um, there's so much trial and error that I have gone through in the past two and a half years um, that I just want to share freely so that people can avoid those same mistakes that I did or like <laughs> just have the tools and resources that I didn't have two years ago that set me back. Um, So yeah, we want to focus on those and share those with you and really tie it all back so it's not just woo manifesting things. We wanna give you actionable steps. You need to develop um, intention around and what it is that you want to develop strategy to take action on that. So like how, yeah, we're gonna talk about like manifesting and stuff like that, but how do you actually implement that to getting to like a career goal that you have or a certain like income goal that you're trying to set um, and how do you really focus on using this intentional space to not only design a life you want but then being intentional with your business and how it can like skyrocket your business there as well mm-hmm. definitely yeah so yeah so that's a little bit about our aims with the podcast We want to share a little bit more about our journeys with running our own businesses, becoming more mindful, and most importantly, too, I think this is a guiding theme for the podcast in general, is exploring how these two very different elements of manifestation and business strategy can complement and ultimately drive each other as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we want to just use this first episode to kind of talk more about like what we both do. Um, So we each have our own story of consciously creating our own lives and like coming to the point of realizing that we wanted to be entrepreneurs and like that's the path that we wanted to move forward with. Um, So to give you some more context on like what we do, who we are, why we're credible to speak to this stuff. Um, So I own my own uh, branding and website design company called Olive Wing Designs and um, I have been a business owner since April 2018. But... I definitely did not take the conventional path of like saving up for six months and um, like building a portfolio before you leap. I just, I feel like also one reason that I wanted to do this podcast with Carly as well is just like, we're so different. (laughs) So different. Like Carly's like very type A in an awesome way. And I'm, and I'm more the like, yeah, like. It's going to happen. It won't. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Um, So not only I needed someone to really keep me accountable (laughs) to a podcast, um, but also I think it is a really good 
mix up so you can kind of see like from two different perspectives and two different personality types like how we have internalized and how we've implemented these strategies we're going to be talking about so yeah i was the very off the beaten path uh like entrepreneur that i just had this intense gut feeling which i feel like i've always had like these hits of like intuition being like don't fucking do that um so this was one of those where I had been working at a startup for a year and a half and had a creative side hustle and just like had this gut feeling that I was like I'm 23 I want to take a risk I had this um quote on my wall that I still have <laughs> um as just a reminder that it's from Warren Miller who's like a ski film legend um and it said if you don't do it this year you'll be one year older when you do and so I was 23, I was like, okay, now's the time to just pull the trigger. Like I babysat in high school and in college, like I can absolutely go back to that. And like, honestly, with how much I was making at that company, <laughs> I made more babysitting, which is just shocking. Um, yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I'm quitting. Um, and yeah, my dad at the time was like, yeah, you're 23. Like, so what if you fail, you'll be 24 and back to a nine to five, like whatever. Yeah. Um, so I pulled the plug, I started babysitting. I feel like I had like the first just like no responsibilities time in my life. I was in a ski share that year up in Frisco, Colorado, which for those of you who don't know, that's like right by all of the ski resorts up there. And I was in it with like 12 friends. So I was living up there full time, having a blast, skiing, babysitting for people on vacation who are willing to pay way too much to not have to deal with their children. <laughs> Um, and yeah, like still coasting by like financially. And I remember I had a call with my brother where he was like, so like, I know you've had this really fun period of your life, but like, are you actually going to get serious? <laughs> and my, my stepmom made a comment at Christmas that year. She was like, yeah, so like, when are you going to be done babysitting? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Okay. The fun period of my life, I think has run up and it had always been a goal of mine by like April. So six months after quitting to like get my shit together and only be making money from a design business, not from um, babysitting and, you know, wiping kids' asses. Um, <laughs> so, which there's nothing wrong with wiping kids' asses. I was making great money wiping kids' asses. And I will say I had a lot of like ski days where I skied with kids and got paid to do it. And like, I mean, can you really complain about that? No. Um, so, I mean, like it was, it was like a very like, off color like season for me because I feel like yes I describe myself as like lax and whatever but like I've always like been really good at school been really good at the job that I had like was very like goal-oriented like never disappointed my parents when it came to like those things and like I think that was the first time in my life I was just like I have no like goals I'm really going for <laughs> it was a weird time but I feel like I needed it um so yeah, I started in April. I like ripped the band-aid, um, gone on Upwork, started getting jobs. Um, and yeah, have been, that, that was obviously like two and a half years ago now, or not quite, but almost. Um, yeah, so have been fully supporting myself um, from my business and growing it month over month since then. So that's my story. Um, <laughs> and so I'll let Carly tell you hers. Obviously very different, but which is why I feel like it adds to how, the variety of this podcast. For sure. Yeah. So, um, oh, 
Sydney keeps telling me I need to get closer to the microphone. <laughs> I just, Carly has valuable things. I don't miss it. So, getting closer now. Okay, we're very intimate. Yeah. Um, I want that sultry <laughs> Yes, here we are. I used to host a radio show in college, so I'm rekindling that spirit. This is not shocking, considering how good at this you are. I feel like my voice is like, Rah! Oh my god, no. Literally no. Anyway, sorry. Carly, your story. Go. Um, yeah, so like Sydney said, my story is very different from hers in starting my own thing. Um, I guess I'll start with saying that you have been telling me that I need to do this shit for forever. (laughs) So like, it's not as though it wasn't a part of my subconscious that this was an option. Well, I feel like I just saw this like thing in you in college, like you were such a fucking boss like, <laughs> you were like you had like seven internships I feel like at once which is not true but like it felt like that and like you had your shit together you were so on it you were like so eclectic going to like jazz clubs when I was going to like frat bars like and I was like yeah here's Carly my cool friend like I'm even like my boyfriend now and I have joked like before he even met Carly I was like telling him how cool and like creative and all these things she was and he was like oh yeah so like why is she your friend (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but um anyway yeah so sorry I'm distracted but yeah I always saw this like huge not I don't want to say potential because that sounds like demeaning but like Mm -hmm. there was just something within you that I was like this girl like could fucking run the world if she wanted to (laughs) (laughs) thanks that's really sweet um Thank you. So yeah. Okay. So today has been telling me all along, especially since I moved out to Denver this past July. It's literally, this is my anniversary, my Holy yearly shit. anniversary of moving. We moved 1st? here on July 1st last oh year. Oh my God. Yeah. That's sure. insane. Like all, anyway, yeah. All the things that have happened this year, this year has been great. Yeah. It's been a, a big major year in my life for sure. But um, yeah, so came out here, uh, a little bit on my backstory in corporate, I was working at an enterprise software company, um, most recently until December, I quit my job in December when the economy was in a little bit of a different place <laughs> in a non COVID-19 <laughs> reality environment. Job searching was easier. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Like I'm going to find a job in Colorado. This is great. Cause I was maintaining my Cleveland role remotely. Um, and I quit my job. I did some solo travel in Costa Rica. It was amazing. I came home. I broke up with my boyfriend. I moved out and moved <laughs> in with Sydney. <laughs> did some soul searching. Um, came here. COVID hit immediately. I was in the last stages of interviewing with a software company based in Broomfield out here, which I was mm-hmm. super excited. It was literally almost too good to be true what the offer was and really the work that I would be doing. It was exactly what I wanted. They ended up deferring my position for two months, um, about, I think, three days before I was supposed to start. And then they ultimately ended up eliminating the position because they were acquired by a competitor. Um, I had been, between the, the first news that they were deferring my position, I started doing some freelancing on Upwork because I was panicking about what I was going to be doing for money. I hadn't been working for a few months because I had been very laissez about finding my next role. And 
Um, as when they eliminated my position, I was freaking the fuck out because <laughs> I was laying in bed at night crying, thinking All about how I'm over here like calm, like, oh yeah, like this is obviously meant to happen. She's like, yeah, I've been telling you this shit for forever. Like, I'm sorry the universe is just like slapping you in the face with like, you are meant to be an entrepreneur and own your own business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after a few days of pondering my future as a potential cam girl, I, <laughs> I ultimately decided that it was time to make the leap. I filed my LLC May 3rd. Yeah, I felt really fucking good doing that. Um, Also, I want to do a quick disclaimer. Like, I'm sure we'll touch upon like more specific business strategies around this later, but like filing an LLC takes like 15 minutes. Like, it does. Please do not let it stop you. (laughs) Oh my God. It's the silliest thing to ever let you stop yourself from starting your own business. Do not get like terrified with the legal stuff and be like, oh my God, can I even start? Like, yes, you can fucking start. It costs like $50. Mm -hmm. I have a blog that tells you exactly how to do it. If you go over to um, oliveoingdesigns.com and like it, there's a resource that tells you like state by state, like where to go. And yeah, it takes 15 minutes. It's $50. Done. Like, sure. Okay. Anyway. So. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, so yeah, so I filed an LLC. Didn't really have a strong vision of what I wanted to do, but I ultimately ended up creating a market research driven branding agency. So my company is called Lumina Brand Intelligence. We take a rigorous approach to understanding your competitive context and your buyer personas to develop identities for differentiation. So, so badass. Which... Sounds cool and the positioning's sweet, but it's really just purely combining my previous experiences and working mm-hmm. as a brand strategist at a digital marketing agency and then doing a market research role. Yeah. So the lesson there is you can literally monetize fucking anything. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's so cool that like people ask me all the time. They're like, okay, so you're essentially like a brand designer, which involves a lot of graphic design. Like, did you go to school for design? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> I went to school for marketing in which like the background was essentially like marketing strategy so I did a lot of like psychology classes around marketing so I feel like that allows you to like understand the like user mindset and then I did consumer insights at my next role so it's like you all these things that you're learning along the way like are skill sets you will absolutely use in the next career and like don't let the fact that like You've never opened Illustrator. Stop you from wanting to become a graphic designer because mm-hmm. I will tell you, I got my first job uh, doing a logo without ever touching Illustrator. <laughs> I literally made it in Photoshop and then had to figure out how to recreate it in Illustrator through YouTube videos. So like, <laughs> you can do yeah. anything. <laughs> you can do anything. That like, this is a major theme that I just want to be able to touch on in full in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Is like. Do not limit yourself based on what your former roles were, Absolutely what ex- <laughs> what experience you've had in the past. Like you can learn anything. We're in the middle of a global quarantine. Like we have all the time in the world to be researching. There's tons of course content out there that's available mm-hmm. for free. You can literally teach yourself anything. Don't let your prescriptive understanding of your past mm-hmm. resume inform what you envision is possible for yourself tomorrow because it you can really do anything you set your mind to. Yeah, I remember at um, the tech startup that I was working at, like when I was looking at the most fun parts of my job, one was like getting consumer insights and understanding like purchasing behavior. Like I like geeked out on that stuff. I'd be like, oh my God, this person bought shock top and then they also bought like oranges and no shit. I'm like, wow. Just kidding. It was more in depth than that. But anyway, um, <laughs> it was cool 
cool, like seeing how people were buying things and then implementing marketing strategies from that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also, one of the other things I did at that role was um, creating like in-app graphics. And I was like, this was in Photoshop, so we weren't creating like anything in Illustrator. But like a lot of the times our graphic design team wouldn't be able to like turn something around and I would just take the reins and the client would love it. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, how do I do this like for like full time? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember looking at the graphic designers and being like, oh, like I don't want to go back to school. Like I always knew I didn't want to go back to school. So I was like, I'm not willing to go back to school to get, go to grad school for design. So like, how do I get a job being a graphic designer? you make your own company (laughs) and then I think the thing is like people really only care about like your portfolio and your credibility based on your past clients and like I started getting clients and like every single client I've had has been really happy with the end result so it's Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter that I didn't go to school for graphic design if I was able to design and implement or like Carly you're able to like give them strategies that work in their business and get them results. No one fucking cares if no. you went to school for it. They don't. There's no resume involved. No. You can monetize. You can leverage digital ecosystems like Upwork mm-hmm. to get in front of the right people with your work, mm-hmm. and that's all they care about is your demonstrated ability to do good work. Yeah. Fuck school. Seriously. Yeah. Fuck school. Do not let your degree dictate what you envision to yeah. be your career. Like seriously, you can genuinely do anything if your work yeah. is there to back it. Sky's the limit, and also like. Yeah, there's a lot of courses, and I mean, I'm the type of person, I mean, not shockingly, because I'm not type A at all, <laughs> that I'm like, okay, I need to learn how to do this one thing in Illustrator, I'm going to YouTube it and watch like five minutes of the video that's relevant, and then get me the hell out of there. <laughs> like, so I can't even, like, the thought of like going to a class where like I know 90% of it, I'm like, I, just, mm, I can't yeah. listen. Um, so yeah, like you can also do it. You can do it courses and you can also do it like bite-sized. Like I'm like a trial by fire person. So I'm like, okay, someone wants this specific effect in Illustrator. I guess I'm going to learn how to do it. And I've never not been able to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I think also something that's like for starting your own business or like designing the life you love, like one, always come back to like every, you can, everything is figure outable as Marie Forleo says, yes. <laughs> um, literally mm-hmm. everything. And so you can Google anything, you can crowdsource anything, like, and we'll dive deeper, like, in farther mm-hmm. podcast episodes about, like, things that have really helped us in starting a business and also, like, resources specifically that are really helpful when you're getting started. So, anyway, that's <laughs> more about what we both do and why, why it's, um, like, why we're credible to talk about all this stuff and, like, our stories because I think it's just important to like know where we come from, like, and how we got here, and why we're at the point where we feel like we have learnings that you can listen to. Definitely. Yeah. So on that, we want to end each podcast episode with affirmations. Um, and so for those of you who are like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> affirmations are essentially like short phrases you say to remind yourself um daily to reaffirm new beliefs um so you're essentially trying to use these to rewire the shitty limiting beliefs you have um and instill better beliefs in your mind Mm -hmm. that you then accept to be true um so one thing that is super helpful is to pair an affirmation with a journal prompt so for example 
mine this week that I want to share with you guys is I can have it all. And I came to this affirmation after trying to figure out what limiting beliefs I had of like going to the next level career-wise and like financially. Um, and I realized I had this limiting belief that like there's like a couple sectors in your life. There's like romantic relationship, your friends and family, and then your like financial and career fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And so, and like to me, those are tied together. Um, and so I have, like, I feel like I have the other two. Like I have a relationship that is super fulfilling and very happy. I have amazing friends and family. And so I feel like I've been holding myself back on the monetary career, like jump to the next level because I have this like underlying belief that I can't have all three. And <laughs> like, it has to be <clears throat> either like one's or two are thriving and one's bad. So like I even like exhibited like self-sabotaging beliefs in my relationship last week because I feel like I was starting to go to that next level and I was like, whoa, what is happening? Um, so I did some journaling just around like that limiting belief, like writing out like why I think I can't have those things. Like what is it that, where does this come from? What is it that makes me think that like it's impossible to have it all? And then you kind of ask yourself the question, like, does that have to be true? And I realized, like, who fucking says that you can't have a thriving relationship, romantic relationship, amazing friends and family relationships, and also be satisfied in your career? And I think it's, like, something that like, they talk about all the time, especially with women. Like, you can never have it all. Um, so it's, like, not shocking that I have that belief. But I, like, was, like, that doesn't have to be true. And I'm going to, like, actively try and rewire this. And so... I have an affirmation that comes up every day on my phone as a reminder that says I can have it all. And it's something that I've been trying to like say consistently in my head several times. And like, you just try and like, okay, you realize the limiting belief and now you're trying to have a new version of it that you want to then be programmed. And you just like say it consistently and remind yourself of it. So that's my example of like how you can tie in journaling with it to like really get to the core of it. Um, and that's my limiting belief for the week. Love it. And, well, limiting belief and then affirmation for the week. Yeah, affirmation. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah, my affirmation is that it gets to be easy. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we find ways, for whatever reason, I don't know why our DNA programs <laughs> us like this, but find ways to find excuses as to why things have to be hard for us. Mm -hmm. Um. And I believe that you can make everything, especially when you're starting your own business, but in general, too, if you're passionate about climbing the corporate ladder, you can really find joy in what we refer to as flow mm -hmm. in your everyday. And you get, to, you get to choose that things get to be easy for you. So like in the morning, I typically start off my day by saying, today gets to be fucking perfect. <laughs> and I do, I do visualizations of how every task that I have on my to-do list is really easy. <laughs> and I'm not discounting the fact that a lot of things take a lot of hard work or that, you know, maybe there's hiccups that come up along the way. But overall, if you're connected with your purpose, you tend to operate in a sense of flow and whatever it is that you're called upon to have to get done throughout the day. So, mm -hmm. Well, I think it's also a perspective thing. Like when roadblocks do come up, like for example, like if, 
if I like had the perspective of something gets to be easy and then I start to design something um, for a client and then there's a roadblock with like the platform that's like a technical issue instead of being like, oh my God, this is the end. It's going to mean I'm never going to be able to figure it out. It's going to be terrible. This is going to be awful. Like having the viewpoint of like, oh, okay, not a big deal. I'll hop on with support and be able to fix this in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. When you have the core belief that it can be easy for you, you don't freak out about things because you're not constantly trying to find ways by which your reality is resisting you mm-hmm. and your desire to achieve your goals. Yeah. So, yeah, I recommend journaling on that one. <laughs> I try to find ways, like find points of validation of the fact that that is true. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that took way less time than I expected it yeah. to. or. Oh, like, I already know what I'm going to do for this. Yeah. And especially, too, like, even when I'm determining pricing for clients, like, I feel like there's a whole psyche. Which is another podcast episode coming at you soon. (laughs) For sure. I think there's a whole psyche dynamic of, um, this is really easy for me. Do I really feel entitled to charge this much for this client? for sure. And it's like, absolutely, because you should be valuing yourself based on the value that you're delivering to your clients, not based on how easy it is for you to achieve something. Yeah, and we literally had that conversation like two hours ago in the car when I was talking about like pricing for branding. Like, Mm -hmm. it's super easy to me. Like, I feel bad charging X amount. And it's like, yeah, it's super easy to me because I've worked on it for the past five years. Like all the the strategies and the tactics that go into being really good at branding businesses. Like I've worked on for five years. So like, yeah, it's easy for me, but that doesn't mean I should charge less. Like it's like Mm -hmm. the uh, Picasso, um, like Mm -hmm. this whole story about like how someone went up and asked him to draw something on a napkin. And like, he tried to hand it back to them. And he's like, that's going to be $1,500 or whatever it was. Um, and they're like, are you kidding me? That just took like 30 seconds. And he's like, yeah, but it took me 30 years to get to the point where that's 30 seconds. Yes. So for sure. Anyway, side tangent about pricing. No, yeah, no, absolutely. I can't wait to dive into that episode. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, so that is how we will end it with our affirmations. So I can have it all and it gets to be easy. Absolutely. If those affirmations feel like something you want to try out this week, do it. Let us know how that goes. Also, if you ever have any questions or want to interact with us um, offline of the podcast, feel free to follow me at olivewingdesigns.com or sorry, Instagram, olivewingdesigns, just plain that. <laughs> and you can find me on my website. It's uh, HTTPS, luminabrandintel.com. Yeah, and we'll include that in the show notes. So if you're like, I want to get in contact with them, you don't have to remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Love it. So that's it. We're so excited to continue this and help you guys grow and live your best lives through this podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Thank you for (laughs) tuning in, especially if you made it this long. You're the real MVPs. (laughs) Indeed. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, bye, guys. Have an awesome week whenever you listen to this.